What's up, y'all? Uh, what's going on? This is take motherfucking three right now. Okay. My computer then died on me, flied on me, and, and flopped on me several times. But now, hopefully, let me see what percent it's on, actually. We got 19% on the computer right now. So let's go ahead and see if we can kill um, this podcast without the computer dying. Okay. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I'm not doing nothing but pulling some cards over here. Um, being nosy about some couple things, seeing how some past people feel about me, some past lovers and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just being nosy, asking spirits some stuff. Um, so let's go ahead and get into these morning announcements and then go ahead head and hop into these topics. Cause uh bitch, <laughs> I've been going through it. Okay. What the hell I've been going through? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Last month, I had a lot of technical tea. Diff- bitch, I had problems with my goddamn laptop. That's what I had. I had problems with my laptop. So I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to record it right now. I have spiritual work and other things I have to be doing right now. Okay. So August came around. And in August, if you guys saw some of my pictures, I had to have a voodoo party and I had to prepare for that. So all of August, I was getting ready for my voodoo party and something that the Lord called me to do. And that was my first one. So let me drop a bomb for myself. <laughs> yes. It's it's the difference between going to one and then hosting and having one yourself. You know, because I had to buy the stuff, pay for this, pay for that. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to really... You know, so I and, and help cook the food and learn how to. So I shout out to me for doing that. Let me drop another one. So yeah. So August took up a lot of my time, but this is the motherfucking kicker, cause the last two weeks of August, oh bitch, my ass was oh, out for the cow. I saw a tweet that said, "What did the tweet say?" It said, "Monkey pox flopped." Bitch, no, it didn't, cause uh, my motherfucking ass caught monkey pox. Sure did. I caught monkeypox from traveling, from doing my voodoo party. I had to do a reading on it to ask her, how did I catch it? What was I doing? I I had to go ask my godmama, like, what is going on? She was just like, I caught it from traveling. Stuff happens, and it's okay. I was going to heal and whoop-de-whoop. Luckily, I did not. Let me, and let me tell y'all this, too. It's a lot of hoes out there who got monkeypox, but ain't telling you. Okay, because I don't know how the hell I caught it traveling because I ain't touched nobody. So, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, too, I'm going to do a reading on monkeypox and I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to put it on this podcast. I might put it on another podcast episode, a reading on how monkeypox is going to affect the, the rest of, for the rest of the year for the United States. But I, yeah, I'm going to do a reading on it. But I'm like... Yo, it's a lot of people who I heard who got monkeypox and ain't telling nobody. And, and and let me tell y'all the truth. I was one of them because, bitch, ain't nobody knew I had monkeypox until I was fully recovered. Okay? Nobody knew I had monkeypox. And by the grace of God, my ancestors, the Loire and the saints, I did not, mine was not as severe as other people. 
I did not have no big bumps. I didn't have no big nasty. Mine was not ugly. I stayed quarantined. I stayed in my room. I it was hard to walk because I, they were popping up in like weird places. Oh, I prayed that please God don't let me get none on my groin and none on my face or my my nose. I did get some on my face, but they were not bad. They were like just pimples. Uh, and then they end up going down. Like they they like like everything healed pretty nicely. So. My case was not as severe as other people, but y'all be, just be careful out there in them streets, okay? All right. That's just a little bit of what I had going on in August, okay? My voodoo party, and then my ass turned around and got sick. But nobody, but I'm, I'm better now. I'm better. Oh, what they say? What, uh, what, 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 what's his name saying? What Marvin Snap say? I'm better. I'm wiser. I'm stronger. Much better. Oh, yes. When I look back, all oh, you put me through. Oh, yes. I Hold on. What is it? Never would have made it. Oh, I never would have made it. Amen. So, but that's what I had going on with that. Now, Let's go ahead and get into the fucking announcements, okay? What this episode is going to be about and these topics and shit. First of all, I am having Camp Hoodoo, okay? What is that? It is a camp out on the internet between people who are going to join my class. I'm having a class where I'm teaching you guys basic hoodoo, the foundation of hoodoo, and for you guys to get started. People who want to start doing spells, connecting with their ancestors, building ancestor altars, learning different uh, candle magics and stuff, like just really tapping in and, and honing in into your spirituality is what I'm teaching you guys on how to do. The first class is September 30th. It's going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. If you want to join, you can go to my page. It's Instagram at Ancestors Wisdom. And be careful for the fake pages. It's a lot of fake pages out there. But uh, say Instagram, Ancestors Wisdom, and go to the link in my bio. Or you can go to my website at www.ancestorswisdom.net. And you can go to Camp Hoodoo and book your interview. The interview, why is there an interview? The interview, the interview, my love, is to talk about why do you want to join? Because everybody can't join. You know what I'm saying? I Spirit told me to, I had to structure it a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you go, you don't want no trolls. You don't want people trying to spy. So I am having people who are, who are looking to, like I said, it's an interview. And I'm going to ask you why you want to join and uh, some other questions. And we're going to talk about pricing how to pay and i'm going to be asking you what do you want to learn and stuff because i'm going to take everybody who wants to like like i said it's going to be it's going to be dope the way i have it set up it's going to be dope that's why your ass need to get an interview because (laughs) i am taking every because every interview everybody who is joining is special to me so i am going to take what you want to know and i'm going to inconstruct it into camp hoodoo you, if you see what I'm saying, that's why I want to interview everybody to gain something special from them to incorporate into the class. That's why I, um, I'm having an interview. So if you're interested in learning um, beginners hoodoo, then go to my website and join, not, not join, but book the camp hoodoo thing 
the 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 uh interview. Yeah. And speaking of hoodoo, <laughs> this episode is about spirituality slash hoodoo. Now every episode is always about spirituality. Hell, this is a black spiritual podcast. I mean, come on now. But we are now. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now, let me tell you this. I'm, I always say I'm gonna be honest with y'all. That's one of my favorite things. To say. I'm, let me be honest with you. I was gonna play an episode, not an episode. It was, it was like a movie or something, maybe a documentary. I don't know what would you would call something like that. It was about voodoo. And what is, what is his name? Hold on, let me see if I can find it right quick. Cause he's a black. Uh, what is his name? And I'm really trying my best not to say uh, but he's a black actor and it's, it's a lot look it's a lot of black actors but root i'm trying to find i'm trying to find this 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 cuz i was going to play this movie about voodoo and i feel like it was really really dope i feel like it was cool it was very informational and i was gonna pause it and give my commentary and talk about some stuff and i I feel like it was good to play but when i tried to play it on my my laptop it just didn't sound right so until i try to figure out how to play it in the sound i i I figure that out later so i'm going to play another video that's about spirituality and hoodoo and it's some black women who or stepping more into you know hoodoo and or into the African religions, and and you know practicing and doing their thing. It's men doing it too, but you know this video is more so around women, black women. But you know I'm 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 out there for the niggas, amen. All right, let me do this too. Oh, here it is, right here. Okay. I found it, but now I need to type it in on Google. Child. His name is... His name is... Dishimon Hushahaha. Oh, I can't even say it on here because I'm playing it on my phone. So I can't even play it anyway. Child, anyway, so it's this movie. It's some like in search of Haiti, in search of the roots. And and and, and let me tell you, if y'all go find this movie and y'all watch it without me, me and you going to have a problem. Don't go play that movie without me. Now. I was going to play the movie, but I can't play it because the sound problem on my laptop and stuff. But I'm going to play another video. And this video is about witchcraft, spirituality, hoodoo. And this is based around the same thing that I'm going to be teaching you guys in Camp Hoodoo is what this is about. So this is why I'm playing it. And I'm going to stop and give you guys my commentary as well. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. After this, I'm going to put monkeypox reading. In this episode or the next episode, it's going to be one of the episodes, but stay tuned for that. So, let's go ahead and get into this, uh, what is this called? Let's go ahead and get into this video, and, yeah. Alright, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this video, this video, look, I'm almost fell off the chair. I feel like I'm talking on the phone with y'all. 
But the name of this video is called Why Some Black Women Are Turning to Witchcraft. I want to say this. Witchcraft can be... Witchcraft is a big umbrella. Witchcraft can be hoodoo, root work, conjure. Witchcraft can be Wicca. It, witchcraft has so many different names for it. It's, 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 it's just... Yeah. Okay? I just want to say that. I'm going to be pausing this video and giving y'all my commentary and talking my shit. Because... That's what I'm just going to do. All right. I'm psychic. I do spells. And I like to sit back and watch other people talk about themselves doing witchcraft and spells. So they need a real witchcraft, a, a real root workers of Houston is what they need, baby. Yeah, I, I would love to go for that. A real, real witches of Hollywood. Yeah, real witches of New York, Atlanta, Houston, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Okay, y'all, let's go ahead and get into the uh, <laughs> get into the video. Let me cut it up. I honestly believe Jesus was one of the most toxic relationships. I've ever had in the entirety of my life. You shouldn't keep your magic in the dark. Like, this is your soul. You need to share it to the world. Let it rain on me now. So be it. So it is. It says, leaving Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. How many of y'all out there felt like Jesus has forsaken y'all? How many of y'all out there feel like I need to find a new path? Let me stop playing. I was a super Christian. I was raised in the church. Okay. All right. The first sentence that she said hit home. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I was too raised up in the black church. Hey, Amen. But I left. I was a worship leader. I'm like singing all over the place and touring over here and crying out to God. How many times have I prayed to Jesus to show up for things that were actually needed and he didn't show up? He ain't show up for me neither, Melissa girl. Whetstone grew up as a preacher. Jesus left my ass hot and dry. Years ago, she left the church. She said Jesus said, the fuck me. Felt toxic, and she didn't feel a personal connection to Jesus. Me neither. Hi, how are you? I need the frankincense and mercy is here. She eventually discovered Lakuni, a religion that was brought to Cuba by enslaved West Africans. It's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. It's a beautiful community spirit. You're learning and growing with other people. So I really love it. Black folks have left the church in higher numbers over the last decade than ever before. And younger generations are even less likely to affiliate with the church. But many young people are still seeking spirituality and some are reviving traditions from Africa and the Caribbean through practices that connect them with their ancestors. Hi, Bobo. The 
ancient Egyptians it's understood not that they had to use sound to reduce their weight and the gravitation. Screw this ad. This is my bovida or my altar. Oh, no, ma'am. You know what? Hold on, because this is what we ain't finna do. This is what we ain't finna do. You ain't gonna play with me like this. Bovida or my altar. A few glasses of water. That's just for my specific ancestors who watch and look over me. I have liquor that my uncle likes. You know, gotta make sure he still gets lit on the other side. <laughs> I feed. Let me pause it right there. She's showing right now. She is showing us um her bovida. <sighs> And this is exactly what I'm going to be teaching you guys how to make, um, how to set up when you guys join my Camp Hoodoo class and how to introduce yourself to your ancestors when you're setting it up. Um, and I'm glad that she, you know, showed it. And I'm glad that she also, you know, said she put her cigarettes and she put her liquor up there for her ancestors because, you know, it was a spiritual worker who said, why are you putting liquor and, and, and cigarettes and cigars to your spirits, to your ancestors. That's unholy. That's unnist. That's Like those things your ancestors like. Those the things that your spirits like like to receive. So you know, people gonna have their opinions and not know a liquor shit sometimes. But you know what? Put them put the liquor. Let me tell you something. I smoke me gas. I like me a good pre-bro. I like me some weed. So guess what? So with that being said, when I cross over, I want my descendants and I want my grandchildren to put some goddamn weed on the altar. And I don't give a fuck what that hoe got to say. So you put that alcohol, you put them cigars, you put them cigarettes up there for your ancestors because they will receive it. I talk to them, I spend time with them, like this is my place to be. So can you talk about some of the differences in what you study now to what your relationship was with Christianity then? What are you getting out of Lakumi? That I get answers to my prayers that I tell people that I all the time. Like when they're like, what's the difference? I'm like, because my prayers are answered. Mine are too. Like, that's one. When I come to my altar and I pray to my ancestors and I actually take my time to cry out, not only do I get responses, I get physical manifestations and answers. You were born into a household where your dad was a pastor? Yes. I tell you guys all the time, connect with them ancestors first before you go to any deity. How is that relationship with him now? And how did your family react? Um, I'm the black sheep of my family. I love my family to death. They love me. But we don't see eye to eye. They're like, girl, you're going to hell. You're going to burn. I'm like, mm. You see... If I was gonna burn, I'm pretty sure we'll be burning together. Ironically, it is often because of that kind of religious conservatism that people move out. Dr. Yvonne Chereau studies African and indigenous religions. 
a lot of these religions came to the United States after the Middle Passage, after the period of slavery, like uh, other immigrants, they bring their cultures and their religions. But because when they come to the United States, they're often met with hostility, they tended to be uh, secretive. Can you talk about the role that social media has played? Because especially if we're talking about the younger generation, they might not be as dedicated to being ordained and, you know, kind of doing all these rituals. But if I go up and down my timeline, now everybody's a witch. Everybody's burning sage. Bitch. I had to drop a bomb on that one. Because I like that question. Um, Let me go back. Hold on. Let me go back. Rituals, but if I go up and down my timeline, talking about the younger generation, they might not be as about the role that social media has played. Okay, because I can tell you, I just spoke to the other improve bro. Because that was a good question the role that social media has played when it comes to uh spirituality. And I really feel oh, that's a good question. I feel like there is positive and negatives to it because. One positive, I feel like it is bringing people more awareness to spirituality. More um, people are stepping away from Christianity and trying to find more so of their African roots. I do feel like that is a major, major plus. The negative to that, I feel like there's there's people who are approaching these religions or approaching these systems wrong. Um, They're approaching it with misinformation and they're approaching it practicing and trying to do stuff incorrectly setting up the altars wrong, mixing the deities, mixing voodoo with, uh, uh, mixing the Orisha with the Lawa. They just mixing and matching and, you know, people, it's cute. We don't want to see, you see people trying to do it, but then you, you slow down before you crash. Okay. Because I have noticed a lot of people think that there are, they are witches when I kind of don't see that. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, it's best to just because everybody has different skills. So you might be a good spiritual reader, but you suck at doing spells. You might be able to uh, do spells, but you suck at reading. You know what I'm trying to say? It's it's different. It, it's good to get readings to see where your spiritual talents are, what 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 gifts you got. See, and my thing is this. <sighs> This my, my my problem with this goddamn computer is it want to make me look stupid. That's what it want to do. You cannot make this shit up. This is literally why I d- stopped doing a podcast and I did not care because it's freezing up. Like, I cannot make this shit up. Hello? Can y'all hear me? Jody? Okay, it's working again. All right, let me click play. Especially if we're talking about the younger generation, they might not be as dedicated to being ordained and, you know, kind of doing all these rituals. But if I go up and down my timeline, now everybody's a witch. Everybody's burning sage. Prior to the turn of the 20th century, 
they utilized the internet or whatever media was available in order to be spiritual entrepreneurs. They would sell goods and services. They would treat clients and so forth. With the coming of the digital age, and in particular social media, I really feel like younger people are grabbing on to some of the digital trends where they can sort of brand themselves as practitioners. It's a kind of identity to be a part of this. So the internet and social media has certainly helped to popularize it. Um, but I really do feel strongly that this is something of a movement in that young black people, they are reaching back. And it's not a goddamn trend either. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. They're recovering that which is ancestral, but they're doing it in their own way. So do you want to light the candles? Should we do that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to actually carve my sigils in the candle. here. Majori is a 29-year-old fashion designer living in New York who practices witchcraft. She casts spells with the coven of other young witches. There ain't no friends in this game. You ain't learned that yet. Why them bitches you came over don't burn them yet? Niggas won't respect, but niggas ain't earned it yet. Self-righteous and they title and they swearing on the Bible that they love these, but really they're no different from all your rivals, but I still don't wish death on them. I just reflect on them. Um, I don't trying to figure out why is this like a, a group of witches, bitches sitting around a campfire? Do, look, I told y'all I was going to talk shit. I'm really trying my best to hold my tongue, but I kind of can't money jars so we're adding different herbs that manifest prosperity money success every spirit i mean i say every spirit <laughs> spirit here every story that i didn't heard about a group of young witches coming up together it always went left and then somebody tried to hex the other one but still they man I feel like, you know, Hollywood and like in the movies, they kind of like gave this idea that, you know, magic was scary. And it's like, is this scary? <laughs> it's, it's not. Would you consider this your religion as opposed to being Catholic? Yes, definitely. Divination is my main form of like spiritual practice, but. I don't like that question the way she said that. Will you consider this your religion? Um, because hoodoo is not a religion. Hoodoo is a spiritual system. It's a way It's a way of living, but I would not consider that a religion. And then people want to argue with you and say, well, in the South, it's considered a religion here. And in the North Pole, it's considered this. And out of space, it's considered. I don't. Look, kiss my ass. Hoodoo is not a religion. And I said what I said. It's a very powerful spiritual system. Hoodoo can. Hoodoo is very much strong. Yes. And it is powerful. Yes, it is very much power in hoodoo. But is hoodoo a religion? Respectful, respectfully, no, it's not. Being Catholic too, it still like resonates, and there's like some roots in there. I feel like Catholicism is 
extremely witchy. I mean, drinking the blood of Christ. I mean, very much you know, a ritual. The whole sacrament—that's a ritual. Like it is witchcraft. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> they it just is. don't want to call it that. Yes, it I is. I just feel like we kind of need to get rid of that taboo mentality of like this is something that is like evil or you know harmful because it's not at all it's the complete opposite of that do you feel like in the last five to ten years or so that that is happening because of social media there's a huge surge of giving a light to the divination community and like witchcraft and everything and people are now being more vocal about their practice and being more comfortable expressing themselves and showing their craft. And I think that's very beautiful. This is Ultra Magica or crystals coming out of the broom closet. So I have Majori, the punk priestess here in the flesh. For many young spiritualists, the online community has replaced the one they might have had at church, but without the strict mandates that athlete, come huh? with other religions. Yep, and there goes. Here's the why I threw away all my blood pressure meds. Drink Fuck your blood pressure. Can lower blood pressure by twenty six. You should be what you stay out about your blood pressure. I'm not the type of witch that likes to subscribe to rules. I just do whatever it is Shit. I please. If it doesn't fit the spell, I will improvise. It is what it is. I feel like the rules, it's like oppressive. We need to have, you know, the, the system. You have to be a certified, like, tarot reader. And it's like, I want to, like, dismantle and get rid of that because that's not what healership really is you don't that's why we're here <laughs> that's why we're here wait what she you just say have to subscribe to these rules because like what? who's telling you these things it's hold on certified like bird is i please if it doesn't fit the spell I'll, i will improvise it is what it is i feel like the rules it's like oppressive we need to have you know the, the system you have to be a certified like tarot reader and it's like i want to like dismantle and get rid of that because that's not what healership really is whoa ho, 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 long miss mary mac <laughs> well let me go ahead and pump your brakes ma'am i don't agree with that right there i do feel like before you i don't feel like the average joe schmo need to pick up a deck of tarot cards and start reading people i absolutely do feel like um a certified tarot reader in my eyes is someone who um is called to be a reader and someone who was told by people who are already good readers or when i say people who are good readers people who have the gift of sight people who you know who have like a resume you know what i'm trying to say because uh, there is no way of being like a certified tarot reader there is no way but you have to use your discernment when it comes to you getting readers i mean you getting readings from back alley readers or people who just think oh pulling tarot card seems a little bit easy let me just do it nah be careful who you get your now it's, it's okay to do readings for your friends and your family and stuff but try to open up a store or try to open up services to the public and, and, and call yourself a witch and doing services for people? Mm, yeah, I'm not with you on that one. Sorry, not sorry. 
they somebody that's not what the healer really is. Well, you heal your people and you deliver your own goddamn man. I would want to get a reading from somebody who at least certified or know what they're doing. I'm sorry, but that's just me. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why I'm here. You have to subscribe to these rules because, like, who's telling you these things? It's, again, like people who can act, people who can actually read or or telling us these things, ma'am. You let me tell y'all this. Please get in tune with y'all spirits. Pick up a just tarot cards. I'm not saying that y'all can't do this. My thing is, I kind of feel like she's trying to say, well, being a healer or being a, I see, it's a fine line between doing stuff for yourself and then doing stuff for other people. You know what I'm trying to say? And in my eyes, she's talking about, let me do some some work for the community and stuff like that. And who said like, I, it's it's rude to this shit. I'm be honest with you, but you know, or it's it's certain. Let me tell you something. I know a girl who did a money spell for herself and did not close the portal right, and she had spirits coming through. So, hell. Own independent thought. That is what divination is. Subscribe to these rules because, like, who's telling you these things? It's, again, like, have your own independent thought. That is what divination is. So if I pull three tarot cards and if my head says, spirit said, go to the beach. But if you have a real reader who said, nah, spirit said, you need to do this and this. So I, I'm, okay, whatever. Look, I didn't watch the video this far through, y'all. I really didn't. I, this is my first time seeing this shit just like y'all. So today we're in Southfield, Michigan for the Detroit Voodoo Festival and dozens of spiritualists from around the country have come together. They all practice something different under the African traditional religious practices, but this is significant because 20, 30 years ago, these things were done in secret. So now they're gathering here at this hotel behind me for classes, workshops, there's vendors, and they're all just here to celebrate this new birth of spirituality. I want to thank everybody for coming to the uh, first annual Detroit Voodoo Festival. <laughs> and uh, first up, we have a wonderful, powerful priestess, someone who really has a working grasp of the spirit and working grasp of the tradition the working grasp of how to facilitate and create change in your life so please if you would welcome my sister a powerful priestess Miss Ifa Melissa's spiritual mentor in the Lakumi faith. Amen. The Bible is the biggest spell book known to man. We just don't know how to use it. Ifa was initiated into Lakumi four years ago, but has been practicing divination through tarot card readings since the 90s. So what was that experience like 20, 30 years ago, reading tarot cards? They knew all of this stuff. They put root people, root workers, conjure people, and things like that. So it was taboo. It wasn't as it is now. That was a no-no. 
you will come after church when the lights are out you will come at night and you know get your reading or whatever work you need done but it wasn't out like now I, you were going to New York and Central Park you got a table full of everybody reading 20, 30 years ago when you were doing tarot and things in secret, could you imagine that in 2021 you'd be at a Detroit no, Festival no. teaching a class? Now, I will say this. The person that started to do this, to take it out on the road, a lot of spiritual people were against it. They were like, no, it's going to bring a lot of negative. It's going to make spiritual people look horrible. But we still did it because people now have a hunger. How do you see these traditions and these religions evolving in the next five to ten years? I see that more and more people who study this are seeing the health benefits, the mental health benefits, the healing benefits of religion and spirituality. I it may boy. not be now. I agree with that. The mental benefits, the spiritual benefits of connecting with your ancestors and connecting with the spirits that walk with you i agree with that conventional it may not be the healing what yes your your parents did but it's really this is something that i think is going to grow and it might be uh more broadly accepted because it works let us be sun drenched and beaming anointed let it rain let it rain on me now. So be it. So it is. So it is. Girl, if you don't get out of my face with that weak ass poem and them goddamn baby snaps. Girl. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain on me. Bitch, now I gotta hear my motherfucking song, bitch. Now you're talking, let it rain, let it rain on me. No, ma'am. Hey! Come on, bitch. Come on. Come on, 
Shit. All right, because she's talking about rain on me now. Um, child. So that was the end of that video. Look, we did almost hit the 30-minute mark. Let me go ahead and end this uh this end this session and then I'm gonna come back. Hold on. All right, you guys. So that was the end of the video. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I liked it myself. That was my first time actually watching the video all the way through. And yeah, so let me drop a bomb for that. You know, I do want to pose a question, though. I do want to pose. I do want to say this or ask this. How many people are actually still practicing hoodoo or still actively practicing, you know, root working or working with their ancestors or doing what they do? People, I let me not go there. I've noticed stuff being a trend and, you know, people hopping on the bandwagon or people just wanting to be different. I, I've noticed that, but this is a lifestyle and this is a, a, a something that you do every day. So I was just wondering, like, in that video, how many of those women are still actively practicing, you know? Because I know that sometimes some people want to pick up a new skill or pick up a new hobby or something. And then when it don't work out the first couple of times, they kind of just like leave it alone or they don't go back to it. You know, because I have clients who get readings from me and they kind of lose faith or in their ancestors are doing, you know, stuff for themselves because they say, I don't feel like it's working. I don't feel like this is happening. I don't feel like they're they listen to, listening to me. And people kind of just, you know push it to the side and kind of just move on with life because I tried that and it didn't work. So I'm kind of just curious to know how many people in that video are still, you know, doing stuff now because this is a lifestyle and you might not get answers or see things move right away, but keep building your relationship with your spirits because stuff that they, they're listening, they're listening. And you have to, sometimes you have to prove to your ancestors, prove to the spirits on how bad that you, you know, because they, they be knowing on how you just want to, oh, you just want us around to bring you some money or bring you some this or this. You know what I'm saying? They, they be knowing, they be knowing. But I enjoyed the video. It was good. I have to do this monkeypox reading. I told y'all I was going to do that. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and slide that into another episode is what I'm going to do and get into that. And talk about the monkeypox child because monkeypox then <laughs> Yeah. Oh, right here, here it is, right here. Before we go, I wanna play this song one more time because baby baby. This is my song. This is this is the out song. This is the out song. The song we leaving out to. Okay. Since they talking about rain on me, rain on me now. Huh, girl, I got your rain on me now song. Sonsie, don't look me, don't make me look like no fucking fool. Cause this is them good speakers. Oh, baby. 
Let me go. Let's get into this monkey pox reading and get into this shit. <laughs> 